Hello. Hi. Welcome to Drinks and Dystopia, the podcast. A podcast lacking style and consistency. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> and there goes a car, so that <laughs> sums up our production values. <laughs> We've decided to leave the doors and windows open and have a bit of a an ambient noise. And it's already a terrible idea. We're one sentence in, and it's pretty bad. I don't know. I love on podcasts. I love on like videos and stuff when you can hear the birds and stuff. It's really nice. Okay. It's like having an experience. They're out in the beer garden with us having a drink. Yeah, yeah. They're equally frustrated by all the <laughs> the ambient noise. <laughs> so speaking of which, what are you drinking? I am drinking um, one of my bottles of homebrew. I have no idea which one it is. It smells a bit sour. Um, so it's not I th- a sour, though. No, no, no. That's, yeah, that's, it, that's not part of the style at all. <laughs> I think it's infected with disease, I think. <laughs> Um, but you know, it's got it's got alcohol in it. Probably more alcohol now. If there's that's if what I look for in my bacteria in it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It just adds, you know, adds a little bit. Sorry, I just made loads of noise moving things around. <laughs> and you're drinking it out of a lovely Oktoberfest mug, which is very fitting. Oh yeah, how apt! So October, we missed Oktoberfest this weekend. How apt! Apparently, we didn't. Apparently, this year it's on the 26th of October. Oh, okay. So we have a whole month month to plan. Yeah. And get you some lederhosen. Well, you say well. You say that, but I saw on my Instagram just today Arnold Schwarzenegger celebrating Oktoberfest in Lederhosen. Well, I think like the official one is done, but people like money. So what they do is they space <laughs> they it out to make sure people that people do like money. So they space it out so that everyone can go and attend one of their local places. So our German club that we are members of, because yeah, that's of course. how we roll, yeah. um, theirs is until the 26th of October. Right, okay. So we've got ages till that one then. Yeah. We could hit a couple then before then. Yeah, we should plan. We should build up to it. Yeah. <laughs> Get a couple of practice rounds in. Yeah, Oktoberfest is a German beer festival, if nobody knows that. If you don't know that. <laughs> oh. God. Sort your life out. <laughs> I'm drinking some salted caramel faux Baileys. It doesn't literally have faux in it though, does it? <laughs> Wait, is that not how you say F A U X? Yeah, it okay, is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being a dick. I thought I'd been saying it wrong. <laughs> All these years. <laughs> Which isn't forks. that unlikely. It's pronounced forks. <laughs> it's actually really good. Tastes really nice. Yeah, it's really good. A bit too nice. Yeah, I know Bailey's are in trouble. So, where have we been? Oh, where haven't we been? Where haven't we been? Like, yeah, actually, genuinely, where haven't we been? We've been to the North Pole. Yes, yeah, we did. We, and that we... isn't a joke. We flew from Australia to my brother's wedding in America. And to get there, we went to Hong Kong and then via the North Pole. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a little bit worrying that we essentially do a podcast where we talk about science science fiction and our interest in science. And neither of us figured out that it was possible <laughs> to fly around a globe north. <laughs> we were like, are we going to go... Are we going to go go via Europe and go that way? Or are we going to go via, uh, you know, go across the Pacific and go that way? And we were were baffled when the plane just went north, went over the North Pole and ended up in New York. We couldn't wrap our minds around that, could we? I'm a bit embarrassed because I love Sesame Street and they taught me many times that I can go around, around, over, under and through. Oh, wait, I can't go through. (laughs) You can't go through. through. That is sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, so we went over the North Pole. 
and then we went to New York for a week. Yeah. Which is amazing. We kept planning on podcasting, but would just get very drunk and do the podcast, but without recording it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> seemed to happen a lot. <laughs> and then we went to my brother's wedding, and then we travelled around Canada, didn't we? Yeah, we flew to Vancouver. We saw uh, saw Whistler, Banff. Did we all at the Icefield Parkway? What was the longest drive you did? Oh, we did a we did a twelve hour day, didn't we? You say we. You did the driving, and I just looked out the window, going, "Wow!" <laughs> yeah, but it was it was a good drive. It was it was beautiful. It was worth it. It didn't it didn't feel like twelve hours, did it? No, it didn't, and it was really good. But we are sorry that it's taken so long. I'm apologising, but I'm sure none of you really care. But um, yeah. the good thing though is because we went travelling, we met some of our family and friends who happened to listen to this, and we got them involved. Yeah, we got a couple of. Um, Sort of special guests, haven't we? Guest appearances, cameos, if you will. So for this week's mini question, I am welcoming, uh, via a recording on my iPhone that I held up to this poor guy's face. So the quality will be impeccable. (laughs) So my brother got married to a lovely, lovely girl called Meg, and I ordained the wedding along with Meg's brother, Ryan. So Ryan listens to our podcast, and uh, I dragged him in to answer a little mini question. So, uh, enjoy. Welcome to Drinks and Dystopia podcast. I'm here with Ryan Case, our international traveler. Where are you from, Ryan? I'm from Seattle, Washington. Where's that? That's uh, up near uh, Washington, in, <laughs> north, in northwest the, of America. In the USA? Yeah, USA, USA. <laughs> Ryan has uh, helped me today marry my brother. No, wait, that sounds wrong. He didn't help me marry my brother. We got my brother married. I married my sister. <laughs> I married my sister. So you married your sister no, and I married, married my brother. No, you married my sister and I married your brother. <laughs> it's something along those lines. Something like that. Basically, yeah. no, we, we officiated. We officiated our the wedding. Younger siblings' wedding. Okay, so Is that the, that's, right. that's right. That makes sense. Yeah. We have a mini question for this podcast. What the is your mini question? Is based, it's a wedding question. Okay. But it's around the idea of is it to have better of love and lost than to have never loved at all. So the idea would be, okay. if you you had like you you, you met someone that you loved, yeah. right? But you could only marry them for an hour and never see them again. Oh my god, this is or, so sad. Or nothing at all. Oh, I like this. This is good. I'm not. I'm way too drunk to answer this properly. <laughs> but would you rather have an hour with this person that you that you know that is the love of your life and then never see them again, or not do it at all? Okay, I have a question. Do I know? Then I'm Let's never call gonna... it a day. Let's call it a day. But do I know I'm never going to see them again after the hour? Yes. Oh, I know that. Yeah. You, 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 you find out that like the minute, like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know the circumstances of how you find out, but like okay. you know that you, I was going to say now, well, let's just just for the sake of the argument say it's a day, 24 hours. Oh, if it's a day, I would take it. You would take it. Yeah, because I feel Cause like because an hour is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, and I live off. Like I take hour-long showers. <laughs> You know what I mean? I feel like a day is good enough for me to live on forever. That's good. You think so? I think so. Because if... Imagine living forever unhappy. Would I have known that there's someone that I've just never met? Or would I always be waiting? I don't know. Wait, oh my gosh. There's so many questions, questions, right? <laughs> I feel like... What I toil with is like... The feeling you're going to feel for 24 hours and the heartbreak you're going to feel for a lifetime or not knowing what that 24 hours would be like and that heartbreak. Like what's the more significant okay. heartbreak? I have a question for you. So when you go traveling, 
and you go to a country you may never go to again and there's a food there and it's incredible you're like this is the best food you'll ever taste yeah. and you're like I'm not gonna eat it because I'll never be able to get it again because I'm just visiting or will you try that food in that country because you're like I need to taste it I'm gonna try it you're gonna try it so it's the same thing right is it though I feel like it is because you know you'll never get that delicious thing again and it's gone but I feel like I feel like the I feel like the the emotional attachment is is quite more significant when it comes to love not for me and food (laughs) 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 I would throw Lee out if it meant I could have a good burger fair (laughs) enough and there that thus uh, ends the uh, the podcast for the day I feel like That was like the quickest episode ever, but you know what we should do? Yes. This is going to be edited into a bigger episode. So, yes. Ryan is just a guest speaker today, but you should you should Skype in and we'll do another I'll one. I'll Skype in. You and Amanda. Oh, great. We'll get 100%. Clear. Let's do it. Thank you so much for coming. Yes. Okay. Hey, congratulations. Now we're, uh, it's all in the family. Yeah. And, oh yeah, we're family now. This is my new brother. Yeah. <laughs> in a sense, yeah. Second, re- twice yeah. removed. And uh, if anybody needs any uh, wedding uh, ceremonies uh, performed for them, Tanya and I. Uh, we'll we- tell you someone else's names because we won't do it again. Yeah, we're probably going to do it again. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thank you so Austra- much. Austra- Brisbane, Australia, and uh, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington. Yeah. Probably won't work. But we'll do you know, whatever. Hey, thanks for having me. He did really good. Yeah? He did really good. It was on the fly. It had been a long day. It was like, literally, they were cleaning up the wedding. And I just held my phone up in front of his face. <laughs> I was like, we're doing this. <laughs> okay, well, I-, I loved doing it with other people. So... We actually, next week as well, we have a special guest. We have our friend, Will, who has just also moved to Canada. Everyone's fleeing. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Are you starting to take it personally? I certainly am. I am. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we have another one next week, so you won't have to just listen to our voices. Oh, sweet, sweet respite. <laughs> and if I sound weird, it's because I've got a horrible cold. I imagine I sound like some kind of weird nasal muppet. And if I sound weird, that's just my voice. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay, so we have a... You're in charge this week. Oh, God. So we're in trouble. We're in big trouble. (laughs) So this one's kind of sneaky because Lee started talking to me about something the other day and I was like, this is amazingly interesting to me. I want to discuss this more. I think you should start by explaining the three three ways that energy can exist or something. <laughs> that's that's not it, but, <laughs> but it's I, yeah yeah. I, can, I understand what you mean. Okay, so so essentially, I suppose our question this week: How would a future civilization? What would it look like? What would if we put like fast forward us ten thousand years into the future? What would it look like? How would if how we would had this. well just just how would a society function ten thousand years in the future? Because think how much power we'd need, how much energy we would need, how many people there would be. Like, what would we do? This How is too do big. You this? need to narrow it down and include this invention, the reason okay. we're discussing this. Okay, okay. So, essentially, we've got lots of people, I suppose, that already know about this. Uh, it's interesting. Is the, uh, is the Dyson Sphere. And the... To me, that sounds like that new Dyson hairdryer they've released. It's yeah. like a circle. Yeah. It's... That's not what you mean. That's surprisingly, that's not that is not what I believe the future. That has nothing of society to do with vacuum. But it is very important. I think we can all agree that that carpet care is important, but um, not as important as as what a Dyson sphere in the future might be. So essentially, I think this idea is uh, when we when we want to harness energy, mm-hmm. um, our energy needs are always going to be going up, and obviously we're running out of fossil fuels, so we have to come up with different renewable ways of doing energy. And even that's probably not going to suffice what we need. So essentially, they, they sort of um, hypothesized a, a structure called a Dyson sphere, which is um, a, a, a structure which you build around a star. 
So we build it around our sun. Right. And it would harness the energy of the sun. Okay. So um, it could be it would be essentially be solar panels, and it, but it would capture the light energy, the heat energy, all sort of energy that's radiating off the sun. It would capture, and then you could use that energy. Then you could. So logistically. Yeah. Would it look like the Death Star, but inside that would be the star? Kind of, yeah. Or would it just be like a ring around it made of solar panels? Well, still visibly the, the Dyson sphere would... It's That's often, a sphere, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah, but it's often, it's often sort of drawn as being uh, lots of rings around the like sun. Like an atom, like the, the modern drawing from the atom. Yeah, kind of, yeah, with lots of rings around it. But then somebody came up with the next, the, the next stage of that would be the Matryoshka brain. Uh, which is the Matroska brain is you know like the the Russian dolls comes from the name of the Matroska dolls you know the dolls within each other. I was gonna say yes, but yeah. I didn't know that they came from someone. What, what do you mean they did? You didn't know they came from. Did someone? you say the Matroska Russian dolls? Yeah, that's what they call. They called Matroska dolls. Oh, I didn't know but, that. Bit. But we call them Russian dolls. Okay. Yeah. So that's just dolls, you know, within each other. So essentially, what this one is is that you build a sphere around the sun. Mm-hmm. And then you build another sphere around the sun. So it's just layers of spheres around the sun. So each layer is capturing as much energy as it can. And anything else that is radiating out is then being captured by the next layer. And it just does that until essentially you've captured all, essentially 100% of all the energy the sun is giving out, you've captured in this. Uh, and the reason it's called a Matryoshka brain is because they essentially think that would be a super, you could use it to power a supercomputer. Right. But surely you're now not getting any of the light from that sun. Yeah, you wouldn't be getting the light from the sun, but you wouldn't necessarily need the light anymore. So there's, and there's lots of reasons for that. So one, one reason for that could be that we essentially live in one of the, we now, we've now moved from Earth to one That's of false. the layers. Nope, don't veto, veto. <laughs> veto in that one, so why would Why would I live on a sun? That's, that's <laughs> silly, that's just ridiculous. That's like asking for trouble. Yeah? Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you like to live on a sun? I, don't, I like my face. I don't want it melted off. Well, it wouldn't be melted off because there'd be layers and layers and layers of stuff in between it. And That's so... what you think. One, <laughs> one rat-sized hole and that thing is going like, to explode. It's blow up like the sun, yeah. Okay, well, hypothetically, yes. But you could either be living as a, as a human being. They could cr- possibly create a layer in the sun which be, would be habitable. No. So Next. You don't like that one. <laughs> You're not. You're really not going to like this one. Then I'm not in it. I'm not in the sun. Don't tell me I have to live in the sun. <laughs> you don't have to live in the sun. But if it was a giant supercomputer, yeah. and all the energy they'd be having, you know, hypothetically, they reckon it would be able to simulate a universe. So that's when you do the whole brain in a jar thing, whether you would just go inside um, a a simulated reality, which this, would be powered this is by bonk. The... This has gone off the rails. <laughs> this is, how sci-fi is this, and how? To, like how much do people think this is where we're headed? Well, I mean, it's it's considered a serious, but it's considered so much of a serious possibility that when they're searching for alien life, like recently, when what they saw was that there was a slight dimming of a sun, or like it looked like it was dimming, mm. and they they were thinking that that could be uh, the hallmark of an alien civilization that they put yeah. a Dyson sphere around their sun. Right, you need to explain this in great detail because this is the one of the most interesting things I've heard recently that science is considering yeah go okay so what this is the idea of the sun being being dimmed by yes so this idea is kind of like accepted by by scientists as the best way to harness energy yeah it's it's considered it's considered a, a a feasible a hypothetical but feasible way of harnessing the amount of energy that you would need 
to be an, an interstellar civilization. Right, okay. So, because you were telling me that there's three types, science considers there to be three stages of... Oh, yeah, the, diff, the, the I think it's called the Kardashev st- scale, I think. Kardashev. Oh, I feel a backtrack coming on. Yeah, it could be. Someone else, but that's, <laughs> not, that's not it. But Yeah, but essentially, it's, there's three, well, they think there's three different types of civilizations. Right. So, type one civilizations mm-hmm. are civilizations that can harness all of the energy of their home planet. So we're not even a type one yet because there's lots of we we have not harnessed all the energy of our planet. I saw an expert say that he reckoned we were a point eight. We're getting there. Yeah, I think it's like somewhere between like point six, point seven, point eight. I think Carl Sagan said we were point six. Someone I mean, else like, said point seven. Is it like a thousand years we'd reach it? Yeah, they think we. we well, I think I think. Uh, I know, is it, was, is it? Is it? Uh, it's the. Is it Michio? Yes, Michio or something? Yeah, yeah, like him. He said he. I think he reckons we could be a. We could be a type one within a couple of centuries. So that would include uh, on Earth solar panels. Yeah, um, we, we're harnessing all the sun, all the energy, sun energy that comes to Earth. We capture geo- it. All geothermal energy, all wave energy, all you know, wind energy. And we've basically what about harnessed. Nuclear? Does it include nuclear? Um, that's interesting, I suppose, because nuclear is is an interesting one because you create it. Well, it's it, yeah, and it's kind of it's like a limitless resource and stuff so i think it depends but essentially i think at least even if you're not harnessing all the power on your planet you at least are capable of doing it you have the we understand yeah you have the technological know-how to if you wanted to just like oh we're going to capture all the energy from this form of (laughs) when we were i was watching it and they were talking about sorry there's a lot of birds in australia i'm sorry um they were talking about the the way that humans have harnessed energy for like all of time until recently it's just burning shit. We just burn shit. We just burn shit. Yeah. We get oil. We First burn we burnt wood. We burn wood. And then we were like, oh, look, we've got coal. We could burn that. <laughs> and then after we were, then we were like, oh, we've got oil. We could burn that. Then we just burn time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and witches. And that's it. Um, but yeah, so like, so that's a type one in the car, in the Kardashev scale. Is, scale is, uh, and it's hard to say when you're having beer as well. So these Russian words. <laughs> say all these Russian words. I know. But like, so you can harness all the power of your planet. A type two is that you can harness all the power of your solar system. Mm-hmm. So that would involve a Dyson sphere or a Matryoshka brain, which is where you have some way of harnessing essentially the sun's power and then all of the energy that you could harness from all the planets in that solar system. So you would have complete control over your solar system. Okay. So that's a type two. And that's that's like how far away that's, that's considered that's like that's considered like super science fiction like you know for example in Star Trek I don't think any of those civilizations would be considered type 2 in Star Trek I don't think what about Star Wars uh, even in Star Wars I don't think they were you would, there's any civilizations which would be considered type 2 that could have complete control of all the energy in their solar system maybe I'm wrong someone will be like no no they do have the ability to do these things but like it's not you know none of them have Dyson spheres or Matryoshka brains or anything like that mm. um which, but then maybe there's other ways of doing it. They might not be the only ways of doing it. So maybe there's other ones. But like this okay. is that's really far in the future. If you reach that, if you t- reach type two, if we even found out there was a type two civilization in the universe, that would be which we'll come back to. Be incredible, yeah. Um, and then there's a type three. Now type three is essentially that you're reaching godlike stages now. So type three is where you can harness all of the energy in your galaxy. Now remember, in a galaxy has what a hundred billion stars or something. Something ridiculous. Like in uh, The End of Men in Black, when everyone's in the vault. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I suppose it's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> um, yeah, if you could do it in that sense, I suppose it'd be easier. 
Um, but it's yeah, so that's that's a type three, which is you're yeah you're reaching godlike sort of levels once you reach type three, mm-hmm. because think of just not only is it the amount of material and power and energy you would need to colonize that many stars, mm-hmm. but the if you if a, if a, if a galaxy is a hundred billion stars in it, how long is that going to take you to do? So your civilization has had to have, have existed for you know tens of billions of years, you'd yeah. think, in order to reach that stage. Um, it, or, you know, it, it, it's just such a huge undertaking that it's not. It's almost. It's almost impossible. Pretty yeah. close, especially when we talk about like with AI and virtual reality. Yeah. Surely a society will go insular. Well, yeah, lots of people think that, don't they? That it's like societies rather, rather than expand. going out, expanding out to the make universe. Make your own universe. Yeah. Why? Why bother? Why go through all the effort of going out into the universe, exploring when you can just create an artificial reality which is indistinguishable from the real one? This is like um, this is like the Rick and Morty episode: a battery inside a battery inside a battery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Civilization just keep just going down into. Maybe they don't get bigger. Maybe they just keep getting smaller. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So explain yeah. the cool thing that science is talking oh. about. Sorry, I've got a cold. I'm rubbing my face like a weirdo. <laughs> uh, well, the, well, what makes this kind of interesting is is uh, an area of the universe called uh, Buoti's Void. How do you remember these things? I can uh, barely remember <laughs> our address. Like seriously, I had to put in our address today onto a form, and I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, I nope, can't, I can't remember. remember. Being, I can't remember our address either. Sometimes <laughs> I can't remember my phone number, but you know, I remember other stuff. Because um, I actually take an interest in these things. Where's my own address and phone number? Who cares? Um, <laughs> But yeah, like Buoti's Void is interesting because it's an area of the universe which is essentially empty. Right. It's, it's, and you think, okay, well, that's, you know, space is really empty. What's so special about that? But space, of course, is not empty. Space is teeming with, with energy and universes and stars and galaxies. And like, it's, it, when you actually look at it on a universal scale, it is absolutely teeming with stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the weird thing about it as well, though, is that because of the Big Bang, Everything is essentially evenly distributed through yep. the universe. There's an even, more or less, an even distribution like you, of stuff. If you smashed uh, a bowl of cereal on the floor, it would all kind of disperse out. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like ripples in a pond. You know, you drop it in, it all goes out in the same in the same That's a much better speed. example. Yeah, well, you know, all, all cereal on the kitchen floor. Yeah, it's the same concept, um, but it all sort of evenly distributes, generally speaking. Yeah. And then. Scientists discovered that there's a there's a an area of the universe, Buote's void, which is just empty, essentially empty, and it's. So it's, to me, that doesn't sound that weird. No. What is the scale of this empty? So to give you a sort of scale, it's I, I I can't remember the exact numbers, so this might be backtracked. From my understanding, it's about three hundred fifty million light years across, and in all directions. So in in not just across, but you know in in all. Th- three dimensions so to give you an example of just how huge that is apparently they're saying that if you were if you look at like mainland europe your america yeah it's as if all of america was like was empty you know if 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 you think of the the yeah if you think about the distribution of the of the of of everybody on on in america where all people are the, the void is so empty that it's as if you were stood in the middle of america and america was empty Right. So that's very unusual. Yeah. So it's 350 million light years. And to give you an idea of the scale of that, that's about a quarter of a percent of the entire universe. Right. So it's, it's enormous. This is absolutely enormous region of space. That's been, that's been hypothesized that it could be a giant black hole, <clears throat> which if it is, 
we're in big trouble because a black <laughs> hole that big is probably going to consume the universe. But then surely everything would be going towards it. Rather well, than yeah, it's, it's hard. Well, they, they, they do hypothesize as well that if it is an expanding black hole, the universe is expanding faster than Brody's void mm. so that it would never actually engulf everything in the universe, but it would engulf okay. a lot of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is, a, this is enormous. And to give you an idea, um, in a space that big, I think we'd expect to see about 10,000 galaxies. 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 Wow. And each galaxy has like 100 billion stars in it or whatever. So 10,000 galaxies you expect in that area, and they actually have only found 60. So this is, 60 again sounds like a lot, but that's nothing. That's mm. essentially empty. This whole yeah. hu huge region of space is empty. And the only galaxies that are in there are in this very sort of unusual shape. Mm -hmm. They're in a sort of tube, in a line, in the middle of Brody's void, which they think is very weird. So one explanation for that is that they had two voids, yeah. and these galaxies were on the edges of the voids, and when those two voids merged, obviously now they're in the middle of the void, and they're completely separated from the rest of the universe now. Of They'd be the loneliest galaxies in oh. the universe. Yeah. Well, the galaxy's not that lonely. They've got a lot in it. I suppose there's a lot They've got a lot it. going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like the distance between those galaxies and the rest of the universe is, is unimaginable. Like they're so isolated from the rest of the universe. Um, there's, it's difficult to really put into terms how isolated those galaxies okay, are. Okay, so what is the scientific theory about this then? Well, there's, well, it could either be the two voids have come together, which would be interesting, but to talk about Matryoshka brains, yeah. the other theory that it could be, which of course, when they had this recently, when they saw a, uh, a star was flickering and dimming in, uh, in, a, in a sort of distant constellation, they theorized that perhaps that could be because there was a Dyson sphere or a Matryoshka brain on the sun, which was dis obscuring some of the sun. So we know that if there was a Matryoshka brain or a Dyson sphere on a sun, it would essentially be either very, very dim or invisible. Yeah. So if there was a, for example, a civilization which lived on a planet which had developed Matryoshka brains, was now a type one or even a type two civilization, it would colonize its star and take all the power and then it, it might theoretically move on to the next solar system and colonize its star. Well, logically speaking, it would go out in equal directions uh, and colonize each galaxy that it came across, every star it came across within the galaxy. Yeah. And then it would colonize each galaxy the, the next galaxy that was closest to so what it. What you're saying is it's yeah. super civilization. So there's hypothetically what the other much more frightening explanation of Boethi's void is that the center of that void there is a civilization that has colonized all of the stars and all the galaxies in that region. And the reason why we can't see anything is because they've got Matryoshka brains on all of the stars in all of the galaxies. And they're coming for us. And they're coming for all of us. <laughs> they're coming for the universe. So they're actually, scientists are actually watching the, the edges of Boruti's void to see if any of those stars begin to dim and if any of them do dim that's a very bad sign but it, what does that it, does it really affect us though if they're that far away hmm. surely that's not really it's not possible. an imminent threat no but it would suggest that the amount of time that you would have to be the, the, an endeavour of that magnitude would take so long that they they, were, they sort of hypothesized that the civilization must be AI, it must be artificial intelligence, because 
a biological civilization would have destroyed itself, lost interest, <laughs> done whatever would have happened by then. Yeah. Whereas an AI, which was just following, you know, its idea of just colonize, use all the power, colonize, use all the power, and just keep. So expanding. someone just left its computer running, basically. Maybe, yeah. So, and the other—that's the weird thing about Boyer's Void as well—is not only the size of it and how unusual it is, but it's a perfect sphere, which would be exactly what it would look like if you had an AI sort of mechanical civilization expanding in all directions. Maybe. The world, the universe is a simulation, and that's just the the start menu. <laughs> Do you know what? I haven't heard that theory before, <laughs> but I feel like someone needs to contact. <laughs> that's the screen. That's the this person in this part of the simulation. That's where they're looking in at, and they don't want their view obscured. Right. So that there's nothing there. There's nothing there. They're just looking at everything else. Maybe that could be it. That could be it. <laughs> We, we need to. I was going to say we need to get onto the Hawking, but we killed him, didn't we? So, Aww. yeah. <laughs> He's out there. Yeah, yeah. So. So that's, that's an interesting what little thing. What does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose th- th- this is what's interesting about science. All uh, hail science the void. <laughs> yeah, see, let's let's worship the void. <laughs> um, I suppose it's none of this is really relevant to us because the timescales involved. Our lives are so puny and fleeting that they have no consequence in these sort of intergalactic scales. You're right. You've reassured me. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry about it because <laughs> we'll be proper dead before it's a problem. Okay. Yeah. So let's pull it back a bit. Okay. If we have a Matroshka brain yeah. around our sun. Yeah. Because you know a bit more about this. So you're going to have to guide me here. So what? I don't know that much though. So. But what level would our civilization be? So we're not living on Earth anymore. Um, yeah, we'd be, we'd be a type two. So then we would, I would have, you would assume by that point we would have colonized a couple of other planets in our solar system. You think we would colonize Mars, maybe Europa. You always want Mars. Why do we want Mars so much? Because it's right there. It's the closest planet. It's it's. Why not? It's Why perfect. Not Jupiter or Venus. Because Jupiter's a gas giant, so we can't land on Jupiter. What about Venus. Venus is um, too close to the sun. Um, would kill us. <laughs> We can like the Mars is very similar in terrain, more or less, to the Moon. Very, very similar. To, um, we need to go to Neptune, because Neptune it rains diamonds. <laughs> but imagine being out when it was raining diamonds. <laughs> you just need a really good suit. Like you don't like going out in hail. <laughs> so if you're out in diamonds, how would you how would you feel about that? This is very true. Yeah. But if I made a diamond umbrella of diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, the old fight diamonds with diamonds <laughs> yeah. idea. Like yeah, yeah. Collect the diamonds. Yeah. In a world where it rains diamonds, though, do diamonds have any value? Well, no, I'm just going and harvesting them, and then I'm okay. coming back to, back to, Earth. to the stupid non-diamond people. Right, 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 <laughs> right. So no one diamonds. else knows about the diamonds. <laughs> right, okay, okay. And you're just coming back with, like, boatloads <laughs> of, of sky diamonds. Sky diamonds, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Brilliant. <laughs> do you think that would plummet the price of diamonds if, if you just came back with... An enormous ship full of diamonds. I'll, I'll slowly, slowly integrate them slowly into the economy. Very ah, uh, you see, you might be De Beers. Your surname <laughs> might be De Beers after all. I don't get that. Oh dear. <laughs> okay, any South Africans listening will get it. I'd like a De Beer. Yeah, <laughs> you like a De Beer. <laughs> I like a De Beer. <laughs> okay, so we're going to Mars because everyone wants to go to Mars. <laughs> or Europa. I want to go to Europa. Let's yeah, go there. You go to Europa. Yeah, there's another one. I can't remember the name. There's there is another one around it's not Jupiter, Pluto. I believe, or is it Saturn? There's what they like. Oh yeah, we fancy 
fancy your chances on that one. <laughs> I can't think what the name is now. And uh, then what? <laughs> <laughs> but like, what I mean is, if we've colonised those planets, yeah. we're covering up our sun. Those planets are going to have the same problem that Earth has. Yeah, but by that, I suppose by that time, by the time we have the power to build a Dyson sphere, we won't we won't care about things like that. I will. I know because you don't want to live on the sun. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, it's funny. How do you stand on this? Because I do genuinely believe, and I'm sure I'm not. I'm sure I'm in the minority in this one. That if they were like, okay, we can build a Matroshka's uh, brain or a Dyson sphere, and with the energy that we get from that, we can either a explore the universe or b create a simulated reality i would every time go for simulated reality every time i'd go with a fake lighting system around the earth so i can just carry on on earth as normal yeah yeah so you'd want to live on a deserted earth with the animals with the animals yeah what if i said i can put you in a simulated reality with every animal ever no no don't like that one i want to earn it you can you can you can program that in. No, we've got an Earth. Why would we want to leave it? Because it's it's gonna go eventually. Nah. No. Theories. <laughs> <laughs> you know we we have to leave Earth eventually. Like Earth is only ever we're only ever renting. You know what I mean? We've got to move on eventually. Because whether it's today or tomorrow or when the sun blows up, eventually we have to move. So this is this is this has only ever been our temporary home. So, where is this virtual reality set? Well, you could have it, let's say you built a, uh, a brain around the sun. Yeah. It would be in that, that would be a supercomputer and you would be in that supercomputer. Is but that then, living room? Yeah, why not? If it's indistinguishable, what, what if you're in one now? You could be in a Matroshka brain right now. You would know, you'd have no idea. Yeah, but then I'd be in a simulation, in a simulation. But you could be in a simulation. This could be the simulation. You've made the simulation so you don't know you're in a simulation. So I'm winning. Exactly. So I might as well explore the universe. And but there's no options. universe out there. But I get both options then. But we're in the we're in a simulation. Yeah. So in the simulation, I'm going to go explore. You're going to go explore the universe. The universe in the simulation. Yeah. But what if it's not a simulation? What if this is really it? Well, then I'll explore the universe. But why? See what's going on. <laughs> 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 why not go into a, why not go into simulation which is paradise like literal paradise you can eat all the food you ever wanted to eat and never gain weight you could fly you could you could you could talk to animals you could do anything you wanted to this is kind of the argument though of people when explorers were like I'm going to go and explore and they were like why you've got everything you need here you've got all the stuff from home you know it all works why would you take the danger and go to something you don't know but if you want the adventure, you can, in the simulated reality, you can have all the adventure you want. So why is it, uh, let me just do the, the real version. <laughs> because it would be perfect. I want to travel the universe and have the option to just pop in the simulator, like the holodeck. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. I want. Okay. But I'm still doing you my still thing. want to be in the real world. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you would definitely take a simulation every time like I, to me reality is inherently flawed like massively need, flawed would you request that they take out the knowledge that you're in the simulation um not necessarily I think if, I, if they were like we're going to put you into paradise every, all your dreams will come true everything you've ever wanted will happen and you'll essentially live forever because to you it'll feel like forever I'd be like that's amazing thanks very much they'll be like whatever you want to do you can do it 
And I'd be like, oh, it's great. And you just think it, and it would be. Oh, I want to. I want to go back in time and see what it was like to be an ancient Egyptian. Bang! I'm there. I'm in ancient Egypt, exactly as it would have been, or at least how we think it would have been. But you know, like when you go to a really nice hotel. Yeah. And then it's something a really nice restaurant. Yeah. You're paying a lot of money for. Yeah. And then something's not right. Yeah. It's more annoying because right. you know you paid a lot of money for it. <laughs> right. So if you're in a simulation and you know nothing's real, if anything goes wrong, you're gonna be extra pissed. <laughs> but why would anything go wrong? Whereas in a, if I'm an explorer. Then anything good I find is extra great. Yeah, but what if there's nothing out there? What if there's literally nothing in the universe? But then I'll know. But you'll know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing yeah. now. Well, so it's exactly. Not... <laughs> so why why bother? We you know it's like you'd be going out to the universe. There's a very good chance that there is no life in the universe. That we are all there is. There's a good chance. I disagree. Of that. There's cellular stuff somewhere. You just told me there's a whole civilization coming yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, there could be, but like you know, there could be you know cellular life out there. But the chances that there's a civilization adv- as advanced as us, within contact distance of us, that we'll be able to communicate with, that happens to coexist in the life of the universe that overlaps with when we coexist in the, the universe, it's very, very small. Like it's a very, very small chance. Oh yeah, let me ask you something. In this, okay. in this simulation. Are you alone, or is all of the other people there? The rest of the a- human. Anyone, place? everyone else you want to be in there will be in there with you. Don't you think that that's a uh, kind of spitting on the face of of the human race, though? Like it's like <laughs> I don't even want to be part of you anymore. I don't want to meet any of you. I don't want to see any of you. And the human race would die out. One generation would be gone. Uh, yeah. Is that such a bad thing? Yes. <laughs> but they could, you could create more. You could create more humans if you wanted. And oh, you'd be in the same relation. Yeah, but you could, maybe we've, we, you know, we've, we've, we've become transhuman by that stage. So we're, we're different, you know, we're different to what we are now. What does that mean? Well, that, we, that's the, you just made up something to fit your argument. <laughs> <laughs> that's not nothing. That's what you can't just say that. Well, maybe we've evolved. If you think of a baby and it happens. <laughs> they well, come out 15 and knowing <laughs> everything. You can't do that. <laughs> well, maybe we would be immortal by then. You know, I say we, we, would, we would merge with the machine in such a way that we would be immortal and there wouldn't be the same need to have babies anymore. People would want to have babies because the need to have babies is a biological, evolutionary thing. So you're saying... Those other ones, the other civilization that science is looking at yeah. to see if they exist. Yeah. That's an AI. So what you're saying is what happened is what you're discussing now. Could have happened to us, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, because we, you know, we're going to merge with technology. That's going to happen. Okay, so you're in your simulation, right? Yeah. And none of the simulations merge ever. You're doing your own thing unless you want someone else to be there, but you've never met anyone in this world, so... It'll just be your own thing. Mm-hmm. And then you get a communal warning. Every single person in the simulation gets a warning. And it is, we are running out of energy. As yeah. a collective, you all have to decide if it's worth colonizing this next sun to take to make sure we can keep going. Because yeah. otherwise, we're shutting down. It's not going to work. Mm. And the computer's like, well, do everything. Are you okay with that? And I would imagine if you're all in simulation, all of you be like, yeah, of course. I want my life to carry on. Like, mm. let's carry it on. That computer is never going to tell you it's going to be destroying other civilizations to carry on the machine. Yeah. So do you think that you would lose all value of life by being in a simulator where nothing you touch or nothing you see ever exists? Uh, well, possibly. 
but there's no, the chances that you would go to your next nearest sun and it would have civilizations there is pretty small. No, but what you're saying, you're immortal now. Yeah. You can live forever. Let's let's just say hypothetically, eventually you're gonna get to the point where you might. If you're starting to colonize every galaxy, you live forever as infinite life. You might have to make that choice. Yeah. About to destroy other civilizations. Yeah. You know, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they haven't got that technology yet, then they gotta they gotta just eat it. Some you civilization know? just picked that up and they were like, they they, they do it. Yeah. We can now do it. We now have destroy the humans. We, <laughs> we have the need. We had the reason. What is it? What is it you need in like a uh, right, war? Reason. What do you need in war to declare war? Why would I know that? Oh yeah, you're not gonna. Know that. <laughs> I can't remember what, it, what it's called now. The go ahead. <laughs> the gumption. <laughs> the gumption. <laughs> we have the gumption. <laughs> Everyone, we have voted and we have successfully acquired the gumption. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't think what the word is, but there's a, there's, a, there's a Latin phrase for if you have reason to declare war. And I'm embarrassed. There you are in backtrack corner. Someone tell me what it means. What that phrase is? I could just Google it now, but I can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah, Google, tell us. Google, <laughs> Google. Well, maybe Google is just another civilization somewhere that's been harnessed its intelligence. Possibly it's living inside a computer. Yeah, that made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if, I, you know, I don't, I don't. I don't think I think it'd be all right. We'll so just send our little our little robots out into the universe to build another Dyson sphere around another sun, and we'll just transfer oh. across. Really? Yeah. You're saying that the meaning of life is to not take part in life anymore. The only way to win the game is not to play. Yeah. This is war games. We were discussing this the other day. This is the Matthew. Uh, yeah, you, you're not going to win, Matthew though, Broderick are you? The, the universe. The universe has been designed. As a as a zero sum game, like we, it's it's rigged. We can't win it. You really don't. We were you wouldn't actually kill civilizations, but you would. Everyone would vote yes because they wouldn't be thinking. Yeah, but I, I think I don't think you would. I think how the universe is infinite, right? There would be no need for you to destroy. All right, but I'm saying there is right now. <laughs> that's the choice. Are you going to press the button or not? But if there's infinite empty worlds, why would I have to do that? If there's infinite, if the universe is infinite, that means there's infinite en- empty solar systems. So why would we attack a solar system which has civilizations on it? Because they're coming to investigate what you guys do. Yeah, and we'll just we'll tell them we're all all right. We're in our little sex who, simulator. Who is telling doing. them? Uh, You're all the, part the of voice, the simulator. The, the mouth of Sauron will send out a so robot. So are you saying you have to nominate humans to not be inside it so they can check everything's okay? No, no, you wouldn't, because you would have like like the sphere itself wouldn't be built by humans. It would probably be built by nanobots. You just send out self-replicating nanobots to do it all for you. So then they would just be able to communicate, you know, to the other civilizations. Hey, we're, we're so going So you're talking about a level AI that is good enough that it doesn't need to discuss with us. It can make decisions. Yeah, it would be... It would, the, the AI itself would probably be, like, would be more intelligent than all of us anyway. So why would it bother going through all this effort to keep us in the simulator? Why wouldn't you just turn the simulator off, need so much l- less energy... Mm. No one would fight it. Just carry on as normal. Does its own thing. Does it what it wants? Uh, yeah, but we would be it by that point. I think. I think we would have You're merged about singularity. with it. Yeah, essentially, we would have merged with it. Like the AI and us would be. Would be. it's hard to I think to to comprehend the relationship we would have because we're not used to this idea of having like, of, the idea of merging with technology is completely. Okay, let me ask abstract. you an important question here. Okay. Where are the animals? Um, you know the animals are the animals are with no, us. No, seriously. Yeah, where are well, the animals, well, the animals got gone. 
They're on Earth having a great old time. You said the Earth was dead. Because we took its sun. Well, well, no. If the Earth was... Why why would we keep them alive? Why would people care if they're going to be in a simulation? With all the simulated animals. And we're going to leave the Earth and we're going to take the sun so we can have this machine. Yeah. You're sacrificing every animal on the planet Earth. Every single one. That's the biggest genocide that has ever happened. (laughs) Because you want naked ladies to bring you grapes in a computer. (laughs) You know... Seriously though, Grapes we're the animals. <laughs> Seriously, we're the animals. I, I, well, they, they, we might have a... We might have... I'm very excited, I found a flaw in this planet. <laughs> <laughs> Most people are like, fuck the animals, but I know you're not. No, <laughs> I, I strongly feel that we should look out... Put the animals in there with us. They can come in the simulator too. The elephant in AI. Yeah, it'd be brilliant. We'll make a little a perfect world for the elephants and for the, for the pandas and the field mice. It'd be great. Field mice? Yeah. And the ferret. So do you think human race will ever evolve to the point where... Where what? Do you think animals are a necessity for humans to evolve? I don't think they're a necessity for us to evolve, but I think they, they, they make us happier. They have an effect on us. But are they our things that we can throw away? No, no, they're not our things. They're their so own things. So we're going to go into Stella. Yeah. No simulator animals on the ship. <laughs> so you just want to make a giant space arc is what you're saying yes yeah yes I do okay but I would like to disassociate it with anything arc based okay okay they're not coming in twos no there's no rain no this is a new story okay so if they're not in, they're not in twos you can bring them in ones alright oh, okay <laughs> the animals came in thousands and thousands <laughs> this is a big ship if you've got thousands of be. every animal it'd have to be it'd have to be the size of Earth yeah but, but, but I think you're thinking like this is going to happen in like, you know, in, in six years. This is going to happen in like thousands of years time. 10,000, 100,000. <laughs> like by that time, you know, that things, things might be very different. You know? What did you do to the animals? <laughs> they all mysteriously went on a holiday. No, it's... Yeah, I think this is... This is the distant future. The year 2000. You know, so like, maybe animals have evolved and they now they wear little suits and stuff. That would be very convenient for you, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they live on the sun. Yeah. They, they, I think they would love it if you were like, we've got a whole little area of the sun for you. Like, do you know how big the sun is? Like, no. It's big. It's real big. How big? <laughs> it's as big as, I think like... The the example they use is that if you're inside, if you were in like a cathedral, and a speck of dust is like the size of the earth compared to the the sun would be the cathedral, like it's that big. I don't know if that's true or not. Huh? Is the sun god? (laughs) Lots of people have thought it. All right. So the animals are living on the sun. Yeah. Okay, I accept that. You accept that? Yeah. Wow, that's such a weird thing. Like the animals can live on the sun. That's cool. That's cool. They'll like it. Uh, Yeah. It's nice and warm. It'll, the cats. it'll, it'll certainly be warm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're gonna have so many backtracks on this one. People are like, what nonsense were you guys talking about? Animals living on the fucking sun? What are you talking about? Wearing little suits? What are you on about? We're like, yeah. It always goes back to animals. Yeah. <laughs> because they are the flaw of sci-fi, I think. Yeah, we always forget about the poor old animals, don't we? We're like, oh, we've got to leave Earth, and the Earth's gonna be destroyed, and all. You're like, what? What's the poor little bloody fruit bat gonna do? When we when we decide we're gonna piss off and leave the planet, when I don't the sun know. Explodes. they're very loud. They keep me up every night. I know, fuck them. 
But yeah, you know, what are they all going to do? But then I suppose the sun's going to blow. By the time the sun blows up, maybe fruit bats, again, they'll be wearing little suits. Why do I think all animals will be wearing little suits? This is funny, because I always hail everything, and you think they'll always be wearing little suits. Or little hats. Little hats, yeah. Okay, so... We didn't really solve... This one's a bit different, because it's just a concept. This is just a a conversation. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) I feel dirty for it. So, would you live there? Uh, On a Matroshka brain? Yeah. Yes, definitely, yeah. Is it a utopia, dystopia, or a midtopia? It's a utopia. Disagree. It, it is, by definition, a utopia. It is a perfect no, world. No. No? No. Go on. Not if you're a fruit bat. <laughs> <laughs> I've already said, I'll put them in the little, the, I'll put them in the simulation with me. They'll be fine. They'll be spiders fine. Spiders too? Oh, no. There's no spiders <laughs> in the simulation. Whales? Oh yeah, well, yeah, like the country or the animals. Nah, leave the Welsh. Yeah, yeah, the country can piss right off, but like Wales. We are Welsh, just in case we're allowed to say that. Yeah, that's how it works. If you're from there or are them, you can make fun of them. <laughs> how did you make the jump from spiders to whales? Why would I be like, oh, spiders? No, definitely not whales. Oh, whales because are awesome. whales are in need water, so you. Well, they to wouldn't. Take... They'd be a brain in a jar. They don't need anything. They'd all be brains in jars. Wait, what? <laughs> Do I don't have a body? No. This oh, is a simulated this is, world. This is nonsense. No, you don't like that? No. All right, you can have a body then. It's Futurama gone wrong. <laughs> you can have a body if you want it. You're not going to use it though because you're going to be inside a simulation having a great time. Yeah, I know. I would have a great time. You'd have a fantastic time. As long as I didn't know it was a simulation. That's fine. You can program that in. You can program it so that all of your dreams come true but you think you've earned them all yourself. I'm that's what I want to be in now. That's what I want. What, if, what if you are? Maybe that's, that's why everything's going that's right fine. for you. But then I don't need another one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, in your in your simulation, yeah. Yeah. Which is perfect. Yeah, with animals. Yeah. Don't need another one. No. Why would I upgrade and upgrade? But the. the <laughs> The argument isn't, should we put simulations within simulations? That's not, the, that's not the discussion. The discussion is, would you go into a simulation if it was perfect? And you're like, no, because what if I'm already in one? <laughs> Flawless logic there. <laughs> um, no, it would be a utopia, as long as I didn't know. But yeah. you, dystopia. Oh, really? So if you knew you were in a simulated world, if I told you right now, this is all simulated, this is not real, yeah, you, it's you, the definition it of mental dystopia. illness. People don't feel like they're in the body they should be, and they should, no, that's not the definition of mental illness. I'm going to cut that. <laughs> that's that almost was, uh, a lawsuit. That was pseudoscience, that was, but yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, somebody being told, if somebody could show you the jar you were in and prove to you that that's mm. what's going on, you would go so you, insane. So you'd hate it if you knew this wasn't real? Yeah. Why? Why, why would it bother you if it wasn't real? No, it's not... If I was data in a computer, yeah, then I would feel like I am still that data. But if I knew that there was an outside version of me hooked up to a machine or something, if I knew that somehow, if I knew that was the case, yeah, I wouldn't like that. You wouldn't like it. No, because nothing would have meaning anymore. Um, it's like these why? people that there's a there's a type of brain disease that people think they're dead. 
Yeah. And it means like you just have no attachment to anything. Yeah, but you do have an attachment to the world. Like you feel you feel all these feelings, you feel love, you feel connection, you feel friendship, you like But you it's have like I feelings. haven't earned it. <laughs> what is this in Malarkey? It's fake. <laughs> it's not fake. It's, it's, fake. As, it's as real it's as real as anything else. It's just it's It's like all, I'm a beard for life. You're you're a beard you for know, life. You know, those fake those women that like fake Girlfriends of gay people back oh, in the day. Oh, okay, okay. Might be that, but for this life. This is the new thing you learn, and you hate this idea, don't you? Of, of like beards. I didn't learn it. I taught you. You'd never yeah. heard of it. I yeah, know what no. a beard was. You've known it for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Emily's beard. <laughs> <laughs> Slander. That's fine. Your assimilation. Well, you can. Oh, touche. <laughs> um, uh, if the choice was between this world or that world, would I live there? I'm mm. just staying where I am. I'll stay in this simulation, thank you. Yeah? Yeah. You see, you're happy to be in a simulation. Just as long as it's this one. I like to imagine it's, I'm just like computer data. Yeah. In a computer though. That's different. You like to imagine that? Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes I'm like, hello simulation, I would like a new pair of jeans. What the fuck? <laughs> what the actual Make that fuck? happen, please. <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> you pray to the simulation. I don't pray. And ask I it. make requests. <laughs> Otherwise known as prayers. No, like suggestion box. Like <laughs> right. Okay. Like in The Sims, when there's a little bubble that comes up and goes, "I'm hungry." Yeah. They're not telling you. They're not praying to you. They're just suggesting. They're hey, suggesting you should give this them. This computer character is hungry. Do you want to feed him? <laughs> so that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bloop. New gene. Brilliant. Does Maybe. it work? Yeah. It often does, doesn't it? It often does. I work for Disney, so yeah. <laughs> You, just, you you request news. You say I need new jeans, and then next thing you know, you're in Toonball buying jeans, and you've got jeans. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. What what you want to happen does happen. Yeah. That's weird. Interesting. It's like a human mood board. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, this is about to happen. Pretty <laughs> I don't fast. Any of that. <laughs> she believes all of that. Every what, bit of it. Uh, what movie, TV show? Or a comic or something. Does this remind uh, you? It's the Matrix, isn't it? It is the Matrix, but they're mm. not on a Metropolitan. Is there, is there any Wi-Fi's that have this? They're basically being used as batteries on it. Uh, no, there's I, not that I, um, I... No no movies or anything. I'm sure there's loads of books. So I, I think in um, in the Ian Banks series of, of books, I think there's Matryoshka Brains and Dyson Spheres in that, but I can't, I can't exactly remember. Can I ask a question? Yeah. You can, of course. I know it's stupid. Put There's that out no there, such so. thing as stupid questions. There definitely is. Only stupid asked people. Them. Well, yeah, okay, <laughs> I'll <explain>. This uh, <laughs> old Dyson thing. Yeah, yeah. No relation to the Hoover guy. <laughs> no relation to the Hoover guy. That's weird. That is weird. Both of them like to suck the fun out of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I you're didn't genuine. ask that question to make that joke. I was, uh, I was intrigued. You just genuinely wondered if the... Yeah, the between making this Dyson family got some smarts. Yeah, the Dysons are a smart family. Hmm. Yeah, they go. have to be related. They're really not. Why? Because Dyson's quite a pop. Do you there's know a, that? There's a golfer called Simon Dyson. Well, he should be proud of his family's heritage. <laughs> <laughs> what else do I ask you? There's other things I ask you normally. Oh yeah, I've got to ask you more stuff, haven't I? Um, I know. I've already asked you all of them. I know. Oh. I'm really good at this, aren't I? I'm so good. I mean, you do it for me. <laughs> I was going to do it. I just couldn't remember all of the bloody um, fancy questions. Oh, and I know. 
Where in the world can we find you? That's the last question. Mm-hmm. In a simulated reality of my own creation. <laughs> otherwise known as Instagram. Yeah, or nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> yeah, otherwise known as nowhere. Um, you can find us at www.drinks and dystopia.blogspot.com. Yeah, that's it. I forgot for a second. Yeah. On iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcast. And on Twitter at drinks underscore dystopia. Right. I mean, because we exist in and out of the simulation. Yeah. I mean, people find our podcast in the bin, but that, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, thank you so much to Ryan Case for... For indulging us. For indulging us, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what they did. <laughs> for, for tolerating our steaming pile of nonsense. <laughs> and uh, uh, see you next week. See you next week. Oh, sorry. Do, we have. Yeah, you're going to cheers <laughs> me. I've almost forgot. To dystopias. To dystopias.